to the Bud Brothers Podcast with Ben Steiger and Eric Metz. Today we're going to dive into the top 10 toxic habits of men. How we're going to do this today is I will share my top 10, Ben will share his top 10, and then we're going to dive into how we came up with those and just some of the meaning and context behind them. So, And just so our listeners know, Ben and I have not discussed our top 10 with each other. So it'll be interesting to see how close they are and, you know, kind of where we take this uh, this little exercise here. So I'm excited to hear what you have to share, Ben. But before we dive in, anything that you want to share kind of as context or background is how you came up with this topic and what caused you to want to address this topic? Yeah. Well, Eric, uh, excited to dive in with you. Excited to hear your top 10 toxic habits for men. And, uh, you know, as I have conversations with multiple dudes, you know, in different scenarios, different settings, different different areas of life. Uh, I'm always interested to know uh, from them uh, what different struggles are. But then I also have the ability to see into many guys' lives, hear different stories, and recognize different areas where guys are struggling and areas that lead to death instead of life. And so uh, it's been interesting over the last, I don't know, month, month and a half, as I've asked guys, you know, what, what would you consider your top three or not, not necessarily yours, but, you know, or the individual, but what would you consider a, a top three, a top three toxic habits for men? And uh, it's been interesting. And so uh, I look forward to hearing what you are. You know, a lot of guys, what yours, yours are, a lot of guys can uh, take it really deep. You know, they can say, well, pride, arrogance, and fear, and those are ap- absolutely applicable. Uh, or they can be very specific video games, you know, or, or phone or, or whatever. And uh, I've heard it all so far. So I'm interested to hear from you, Eric. What are your top 10 toxic habits for men? And uh, let's hear it. All right. Sounds good. Let's dive in. Number 10 not caring about your fitness and nutrition. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Number nine, investing more time in your hobbies than in your relationships. Yeah. Feel free to elaborate on any one as you, as you go. Okay. Yeah. As I go through. Okay, cool. Well, first off the, the nutrition one, is just, I think, you know, it's easy to just get in a, you know, go to work, come home, relax because we're tired and just kind of mundane. So that's yeah. just a, something that we need to focus on. And obviously eating is so easy to eat unhealthy. It's not even funny in our culture. Right. So, uh, I think the hobbies one, number nine, investing more time in hobbies than in relationships. I think that goes to speak to just easy to escape sometimes. And it's easier to just pour into a hobby, whether that's video games, hunting, sports, right. whatever than it is to really invest in people and relationships. So Mm -hmm. it's just easier. All right. Number eight, being passive with responsibilities at home or at work. So sometimes it's easy for us to just check out and be passive with what we need to be doing. Uh, Number seven, allowing your anger to hurt those around you. So sometimes the self-control can be a struggle of controlling our anger and things are in life doesn't go our way. And so we lash out in anger to those around us. Yep. All right. Number six, neglect serving and investing in your wife and kids. Mm. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's easy to do when relationships are hard or kids don't do what you want or, you know, your wife's maybe not 
you're not getting along with your wife as well. So again, it's, it can be a struggle to important to your family. It's crazy how the ones you love the most, sometimes it's easy to neglect. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Number five, being reckless with your words. Hmm. Our words can, can, can build up or they can tear down and it's so easy to just not be intentional and not be aware of how our words can impact other people. And I think being reckless with our words can be a, a struggle. Mm -hmm. So, and again, I want to just clarify, like struggle with some of these. So it's not like I'm exempt from all of these toxic habits. So just right. To right. throw that out there as well. Uh, number four, uh, letting pride hinder you from being teachable. Mm letting pride hinder you from being teachable. I think just being open and humble enough to receive correction, receive uh, advice and not thinking you have it all together. Right. I think is a big, big thing. Number three, twisting the truth for selfish gain. Uh It's easy to do. It's tempting to do, especially at work or you know, if there's somebody that you're trying to impress or your boss or you're trying to get a sale, you know, whatever, twisting the truth for selfish gain can be a tempting habit to get wrapped up in. Yeah. Uh, number two, looking everywhere but the Bible for how to live a good life. Oh, Social media, yeah. uh, the news, uh, any random book that's a bestseller, whatever. If we're not looking to the Bible as our primary source that we look through life at, then I think we're going to get off track. And number one, my number one toxic habit is starting your day without Jesus. Mm, yeah. Starting your day without connecting with him, whether that's, you know, prayer, reading the word, worshiping, listening, a walk, meditating on him, whatever, however you connect the most with the Lord, but starting your day with him is key yeah. so that's my top 10 ben how about those, you those, what's your top those 10? are those are all good top 10 or horrible top 10 toxic habits however you <laughs> want to look at it but uh, they they qualify right and yeah. uh, i resonate with many of those you know throughout different periods of my life so yeah uh agree i relate all right, so my top my top ten, and I didn't do it ten through uh, starting with with ten, uh, ending with uh, the the number one. Uh, it might it might lay out that nah, it doesn't it doesn't really lay out that way. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read read them in the order I have them, and yeah. uh, no, I'll do I'll do it backwards. It might work that way. We'll see. All right. So number 10, not working out, uh, you know, so going with, you know, nutrition, exercise, you know, not taking care of our physical selves to accomplish, you know, what God has before us. And, uh, man, I firmly believe that when we tell our flesh what to do, uh, it's easier in all things to overcome, uh, battles Mm -hmm. of the flesh. And, uh, it's really hard to get uncomfortable physically by working out. Uh, now I had a slash not working out enough. And then I had a slash working out too much because I know people that take it yeah. to the extreme, right. Yeah. And their body becomes thought, their God. Yeah. So, uh, 
if, if you were like fist pumping because you work out a lot, uh, if you work out too much, I can also see that as a, a toxic habit uh, as a man. Uh, so number nine, being right. Uh, always being right or, or always focusing on winning, you know, not caring about uh, the other involved. And, uh, you know, there was some crossover uh, with that and different ones of yours too. But uh, yeah, being right or winning. Uh, number eight, uh, validation, uh, seeking others' approval. Uh, so often I see men uh, putting on that that mask and they become a, a poser and not truly uh, who they are, uh, trying to live up to somebody else's standards or trying to fit in with, with somebody else. And man, it robs uh, themselves and others of who God really gave them the ability to be. Yeah. I can't relate to that one. I can't relate to that one at all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. unfortunately, uh, you and just about every other one of us can, huh? Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So uh, number seven, lack of integrity. And so I'm not talking about, you know, the big things where everybody sees. I'm talking about the small things uh, where nobody sees, you know, what what you do in your your idle time, either physically looking at your phone uh, or uh, spending money, saving money or whatever it is you're, you're doing with your funds or other people's funds, uh, what you're thinking in your mind, just the lack of uh, integrity is a toxic habit. Okay. Number six, selfishness. And uh, you, you talked about it, you know, with your wife and your kids and, and different elements uh, or in general with wife and kids and family. Uh, selfishness is a toxic habit that uh, the Bible makes clear uh, leads to what is it that leads to all of the, the fighting and arguing amongst you? You know, scripture says it's selfishness. Uh, so number five, uh, well, I, I talked about putting on a mask, linking it to validation, but number five, putting on a mask or lack of authenticity. So I guess that's kind of the flip side of validation is man just being real so many of us want to act like we have it all together we want to put on that strong man facade when really inside we are no better than anybody else we are broken people and if we don't recognize how broken we are uh, we will look right past the need for our savior because it's in our weakness uh, where we are strong or he is strong sorry uh number three busyness um man so busy that we're not living on purpose. You know, we had a whole podcast devoted to that. I have heard so many people uh, comment on that busyness podcast. It really resonated with a lot of people. So number three would be busyness uh, instead of living on purpose, being tossed to and fro uh, by the waves of this world, you know. Uh, number two, uh, you know what? I'm going to switch my number two and my number one. Uh, because I think number two is going to be like my, my number one, uh, since we're doing an order, I am going to, I am doing it in order now. So number two will be lust. The Bible defines three mm -hmm. sex, money, and power. You know, a lot of people think about lust being, you know, completely sexual and yeah. that's a huge one, uh, for men and women, but, uh, really significantly for men, you know, pornography is a, just a 
significantly toxic habit for men, but yet the lust of money, you know, the things that men will do to gain more, uh, to have more control, uh, more power, the lust of power, uh, man, it's crippling to the man that God wants or gives you the ability to become. All right. So if I had to give you a number one toxic habit for men, uh, I would say that it is idleness, which leads to laziness, unhealthy, unrestricted TV watching, phone surfing, video games, etc. You know, the list goes on and on when we are idle, not doing what we could be doing and should be doing. Man, it just sets the stage for the enemy uh, to come in. I think about uh, the story of David, right? And when his when his uh, army was off to war and kings are supposed to be out there leading, dude, David was idle. He was just taking it easy back at the palace. And uh, so easy that he was up on the rooftop one, one day. And right, that led to big time sin, big time devastation uh, for his life. So idleness would be my number one deal. Uh, you know, Eric, we can... We can go back and forth like, uh, you know, there could have been pride, arrogance, fear listed, and those would be be uh, higher elements of these specific uh, toxic habits that we listed. But what are what are your general thoughts around these these lists? What, what, are, what are you thinking? Yeah. And yeah, I'm I like to see in the underneath, like what is driving what is driving a lot of these things and all these sins and really it's a lack of connecting with God and a lack of understanding who we really are. If we would like, if we want a simple thing, make things simple, we just, the more we connect with him, those sins and those idleness, the lust, those things will take care of themselves. You know what I mean? To where, yeah, like we can focus on all these different habits and, you know, uncover them, which I think is important to uncover. Like, this isn't good. This isn't good. We need to deal with this. We need to address this. But to address those things, it just comes back to, am I spending time with the Lord? Am I understanding what the, his word says? Am, am I seeking his spirit to empower me to walk out yeah. what I'm supposed to and to overcome? At the end of the day, that's it. If I'm not, it gives you know, you talk about it all the time, and I love it because she's like, give me more Jesus. Just give me more Jesus. And it's so true because the more Jesus we have, the more filled up we'll be, and the more we'll desire and want him. You know, we'll desire to want to do the right thing. And and I think if we can just practice that self-control, pause, you know, my number one was start the day off with the Lord, mm-hmm. or, or I should say not starting the day right, off with the right. Lord. And I think if we just take that one small step, just take 10 or 15 minutes, mm. pause, yeah. be thankful, read, read one verse, just read Just if, if you're not used to connecting with him regularly, just read the verse of the day, go to the Version Bible app, open it up, read the verse of the day, you know, pray about it. You know, what do you have for me today, Lord? Just engage with him in the morning. Mm-hmm. It just sets the tone for the rest of the day to where now it's like your, your mindset's shifted. And then, then you get, then you develop this practice of, I heard somebody call it practicing his presence mm-hmm. where you're just practicing his presence throughout the day. And then you start talking to him throughout the day and you're incorporating him. And now you're not being idle. Now you're not, you know, being lustful of whatever money, sex, whatever. Yeah. 
because your mind is different. So that's kind of where my head goes when it comes to these things and because I want to overcome them, right? So how can we overcome them? And that's my only answer really is more of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Amen, man. And and that's the absolute truth. Yes, you know, you'll hear it again. Give me more Jesus, you know, Ben says, right? You yeah, know, like, yeah. he's the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, no man comes to the Father, you know, but through him. And uh, he is uh, the thing that we need in order to operate in this war-torn uh, battlefield that we find ourselves in every day for our heart and for the hearts of those around us and if we are not aligning with the father we're going to lose you know i believe that he is who he says he is and that his word is what he says it is ultimate truth you know and if you look at both of these lists i believe that you can sum it up with one thing lack of discipline and Mm -hmm. you know so there's an element of ownership that we have to have Right. We need more Jesus. He's going to do the heavy lifting, but we have to align ourselves with him uh, to take part and to allow him to take part in what we're doing. And so I got uh, three scriptures that came to mind as uh, I was preparing for this that I want to I want to share. And then I'd like to hear your thoughts uh, around it. But uh, the first scripture, all of uh, first Corinthians chapter nine is significant uh, for talking about discipline, talking about a a guy that lived on purpose for a purpose. You know, Paul, uh, man, just an incredible man that lived a disciplined life. And chapter nine is incredible. I encourage everybody to read the whole chapter. But chapter nine, uh, verse 24 through the end, 27. We all know that when there's a race, all the runners bolt for the finish line. But only one will take the prize. When you run, run for the prize. Athletes in training are very strict with themselves, exercising self-control over desires. And for what? A wreath that soon withers or is crushed or simply forgotten? That is not our race. We run for the crown that we will wear for eternity. So I don't run aimlessly. I don't let my eyes drift off the finish line. When I box, I don't throw punches in the air. I discipline my body and make it my slave so that after all this, after I have brought the gospel to others, I will still still be qualified to win the prize. That scripture gets me just pumped up. You know, like it takes all of these toxic habits that really come from not doing what we could be doing, should be doing, and definitely shouldn't be uh, doing. So some of these things we just definitely shouldn't have in our life. And man, if we are living on mission for what God has called us to, we don't have time for this crap, right? But when we're living on mission, our focus is on him, our validations coming through him. Our focus is not on ourselves. It's on him and loving others. Our focus is not on winning or being right. It's on loving our wife, serving our serving her and serving our kids. It's not on working out too much. It's not on, uh, you know, God just has this way of aligning our mind with the Holy Spirit uh, to allow us to run in full stride without skipping a beat. But when we get off mission, when we get out of alignment with the Father, that's when these habits creep in. So you were talking about, you know, first thing in the morning, 
time with Jesus, if you want to run the race of life successfully, if you want to overcome these toxic habits that so many of us struggle with daily, man, the key is time with Jesus and the Holy Spirit coming in and redefining uh, your heart, redefining how you spend your time and redefining some of these just nasty habits. Before I go on to uh, the next scripture, go ahead. What, what do you have to say? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that reminds me too of the importance of accountability in a brotherhood. Yeah. And this is where I think Blood Brothers comes in is, yes, I can have some self-discipline, but I have way more discipline if I know I've got an answer to a group of guys that yes. are challenging me and encouraging me. Yeah. So, and, and that's where my map check on Friday mornings come in, comes in. Shout out to those guys, because I know that they're going to, they're going to call me out. They're going to yeah. say, what's going on this week? How are you doing? What are you struggling with? And you know, how can you, how can we pray for you? Things like that to where I've got accountability built into my life to encourage me to stay in the word, to, to yeah. wake up every morning and to, to connect with the Lord. So that's where I think this ministry is awesome because it has a built in accountability piece to where, you know, each week we're connecting, we're growing and we're challenging each other and, and we need each other to grow. And and yeah. just like Paul would admit in scripture, like he's thankful for all the different churches and like Paul and Barnabas went places, you know, and all Silas and John Mark and all the different people that he went with. He had guys with him too. It wasn't just Paul and his lonesome self going around to different right. churches and walking out his faith either. So you have to have other people. And so if, if for some reason you don't have accountability or don't have a brotherhood, find some guys to connect with regularly to, to grow. And then also obviously our, our ministry, every man challenge, all that get connected there to where, you know, you have that built in accountability to keep you on that, on the, on the race, yeah. you know, pursuing the race and going after that wreath. So that's my Come comment on, to, yep. to that scripture. Yep. That's good. Uh, man, it takes, takes a team, you know, and, it does. uh, you know, God's grace is sufficient ultimately, uh, which, which means that, uh, he gives you what you need, uh, when you need it. And, uh, not everybody has a group of 10 guys. Not everybody even has one guy. Uh, it sure is easier when we have men by our side women by our side for our women listeners. Uh, but at the end of the day, Jesus is enough. Uh, it's harder when you're by yourself, but he is enough. I'm thinking of my friend Mamadou in Senegal, Africa right now. He's one of Christian men and 264,000 people. There's two women. There's three believers in that entire village it's it's uh outside of senegal africa everybody else is muslims and there's these three christians that are seeking the father his will and his way uh and so for us uh as as americans to to think that well i'm isolated uh i'm not i'm not downplayed you you might be isolated in your world uh, but daggone, God's grace is sufficient to see you through, uh, seek those relationships, pray for those relationships, but know that God is enough in himself. Uh, that does not undermine, uh, the value of having brothers and sisters by your side. Yeah. All right. Roman, Romans eight thirteen. I want to read two more to you. Uh, 
For if your life is just about satisfying the impulses of your sinful nature, then prepare to die. But if you have invited the Spirit to destroy these selfish desires, you will experience life. And so, uh, Eric, you know, I love how every time we get together to record a podcast, you know, the Spirit just speaking uh, a tune that that harmonizes together. Uh, You know, we, we have a brief conversation uh, before we record our podcast, we we have a brief idea, you know, a couple days or maybe a week before what we're going to talk about. Uh, but it really comes down to what the Holy Spirit is speaking uh, through us at the same time. And so this scripture just goes right in line to where uh, you have led this conversation, where, where God has led this conversation. And uh, yeah, but man, more Jesus, right? Yeah, more Jesus. And when you said life and death, it's not just like later, it's life and death today. Yes. Like I can have life, eternal life today, abundant life today by following God's commands, by enjoying his presence and his spirit in my life. It's not, and, and I can also experience death today, like the, mm-hmm. the horrible things of this life today. Like this is not some far off thing that we're just, kind of banking on later that I'm going to get saved later and have an abundant life later, which yes, that's true. But I'm talking, we're talking right now. Yeah. Like Paul's talking right now. It's not, we can have an abundant life now. Yeah. And so yeah. when you said that verse, it's like these habits that get in the way and cause us to have experienced death, experience like pain, yeah. suffering like that. And that's what I want everyone to understand about why God has commandments it's not just be, to be a dictator. Like he has these commandments in place so that he can help us and free us from pain and suffering and heartache and, and the, and just all the crap that, that this life can be if you don't follow his ways. But when you do follow him, you cultivate a relationship with him. You can experience life and joy and peace and the best life you can. And so, yeah, when you said that, I was like, that's for now. That's not for later. That's for now. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's good. His kingdom now. You know, it's uh, there's so much that we don't get to experience because we're not living fully surrendered. And, uh, yeah. man, the more, the more we give, the more he gives. You know, draw near to God and he will draw near to you, Scripture tells us. Uh, all right, man. Uh, the last Scripture that I think sums this up is Proverbs. 25 verse 28 like a conquered city with no walls so is a man who has no self-control you know so is a man who has no discipline you know and so Mm -hmm. we absolutely need more jesus all right but for more jesus to come we have to live a disciplined life that allows his voice to be heard inside of us you know we have to uh seek silence and solitude to get away from the noise and let me tell you that takes discipline because the world is just screaming more give me more work on sunday work here work there uh drive the kids here do this do that there's always something and if we want to hear the father's voice it's going to take discipline to push away from the things that the world says leads to success and get yourself in a place where you can hear the Father's voice. And so the question is, is you know, how bad do we want it? 
how bad do you truly want to experience what God has for you? You know, and we have to make decisions to pursue the Father, to deny ourselves, to allow uh, the Father's voice to uh, speak loud and clear to us. And so if I could just encourage our listeners uh, with, with one thing from this podcast is to just have that raw and authentic conversation with Jesus. Say, all right, God, I, I heard these toxic habits. I can relate. I'm convicted or not convicted or what, what, whatever it is. And say, Jesus, what does a life more surrendered look like for me? What does a life of deeper discipline look like for me so that just as Paul was able to say, I left it all out there. I gave it everything. I want to be able to say that myself. I want our listeners to be able to say, man, I left it all out there and be able to be on their death deathbed with, man, just, just no regrets. That doesn't mean they live a perfect life, but it means that yeah. uh, they were defined. Their life was defined by, the love of Christ. Yep. And you're going to hear the enemy speak in your ear. You can't do mm. that. You can't control that. You can't overcome this. Uh, you know, make excuses for why you should stay where you're at. So I challenge you to take every thought captive as well as you're thinking through this list. And as what just Ben just shared about encouraging you to get away with the Lord. Uh, take every thought captive and make sure it aligns with what the Bible is saying and the truth, because at the end of the day, you're responsible for your actions. I'm responsible for my actions, and and the enemy is going to try to keep you where you're at. The enemy wants you to stay complacent, stay in your in your day to day, and uh, and yeah, it's uh, it's going to get in the way. So make sure that you are capturing every thought and making sure it's surrendered to Christ as you are pursuing this. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, before we close out, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to pray for, for those yeah. who are listening. Uh, if you, if you don't mind. Yeah. So, Go for it, man. Uh, okay. Father God, just uh, so thankful that Eric and I get to come and encourage each other challenge. I want to either, even in this time as, uh, we are recording a podcast for others to listen. You are working in our hearts. Father God, I need you. I need you no more, nor no less than I did yesterday, nor than I will tomorrow. But I need you, Father God. Our listeners need you. Eric needs you. And Father, I pray that we would align our lives to the point where we allow you to fully uh, participate, that we would not restrict what you want to do in and through us so that we can experience more of you. These toxic habits that keep men and women, that keep me and Eric at times from living out fully the race that you have set before us, Father God, I pray that you would help us to eliminate. I pray that your Holy Spirit would just live and reside fully in us, in our listeners, and that, uh, knowing that uh, it's a process, Father, that we're not going to be able to snap our fingers. And it's a process for life, uh, a continual race. So I pray that uh, we would run the race well, that our listeners would seek silence and solitude to hear your voice 
and they would respond uh, with obedience, Father. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I'm not sure how to top that as far as an ending to our podcast, so I'm just going to wrap things up real quick and say thanks for listening. Please feel free to check out our show notes to connect with us. And with that, thanks again. Have a great day.